I don't to listen to his podcast, huh? Dude, it's educational. And besides, I've been wanting to listen to this one. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. Before we begin, just want to remind you to like, subscribe, and follow wherever you listen to us so you don't miss any episodes or bonus stuff that we do. I'm Sandra. I'm Carly. And um, I had a few ideas of how to start this episode out, which I just filled Sandra in on. But what I think I'm going to do is, this week, we're talking about how it's not sexual assault if it A is done by a woman, or B, happens to a man. Um, yes, you're still on the Supernatural podcast. Don't worry, we haven't gone completely rogue. <laughs> this has been on the list, oh God, way back when. You, you remember when we made the to-do list, Sandra? You remember when we made the episode list? I feel like it so, was like... So long ago. Yeah, it's at least almost maybe a year, because I know we kept yeah. like working on things and putting ideas in place. Yeah. I want I want you all to know that that list is not a good great deal shorter than it was when it started because <laughs> they're like they're backup ideas like things happen and then we're like oh we need an episode for this we'll do this so this was on the list but then like so many things it was triggered by a real life event which was um our favorite angel actor not that one in the trench coat our favorite <laughs> archangel actor uh, rich and rob do the then and now podcast and they covered red sky at morning i, I looked it up it's at morning um okay. And it's, do you say, do you guys say, like, do, are you aware of the phrase, um, red sky at morning, red sky at night? I'm not. That doesn't mean that, <laughs> that Americans as a whole aren't. <laughs> That's just no, me. Because, <laughs> no, because when I looked it up, it was, when I looked up the episode, it was like the episode title is based on the phrase, red sky at morning, um, sailor's warning, red sky at night, sailor's delight. And I was like, oh. that's weird because we say shepherds in the UK. Mm. I've and I was never like, heard of that before. So that's completely uh, no, new oh. to me. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering why it was called Red Sky at Morning. Now I know. Oh, yeah. well, there we go. There we yeah, go. So apparently whoever whoever did that, wherever, whatever part of the country they come from, they say sailors. <laughs> and that, that ties into the episode quite well, actually. It mm-hmm. would not work. If, if it wasn't sailors because mm-hmm. we said red red sky in the it's red sky in the morning in mm. the uk shepherd's warning red sky at night shepherd's delight and if you're a lord of the rings fan it's a red dawn blood was spilled this night i'm paraphrasing mm. probably um but anyway they covered red sky at morning and sam gets i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be i'm just gonna be blunt about it sam gets sexually assaulted by the little old deer that he has to take on a date while Bella and Sam, uh, Bella and Dean go steal whatever it is they need to steal to deal with the ghost ship, blah, 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 blah. So this happened. And Rob, I haven't listened to the episode. I, it's not a podcast that I follow, but good old Twitter filled me in anyway. Rob and Rich were apparently, you know, laughing and joking about Sam's discomfort during the like party scenes. And we see him like drink quite heavily and come and complain and, Dean and Bella mock him and he's he's an unhappy boy. And I saw on Twitter some people kind of going, ah, that's that's not a, a great take to to take. You probably don't do that. So there were people saying, you know, that this is this is like a bad look to be laughing about that. It's you know, it's just as serious when this kind of stuff occurs against men as it is when it occurs against women. It, it you know, it shouldn't be laughed off. And mm. on the back of that, 
people were then saying that they had been blocked. Now, I'm not sure if they had been blocked by the podcast account or by Rich or Rob or the Richard Spade Jr. fan world account is another one. I'm not sure who was blocked by what, you know, whatever. But then, like, people were kind of, people were being quite vocal about this. And Rich Rich came and was like, who blocked you? You know, what, what has happened? And then the podcast tweeted out, this was on the 7th of February and the, the podcast came and tweeted that the podcast hasn't blocked anybody that you know they they welcome the discussion they want to see it blah 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 and then Rich came and quote tweeted so Julia uh Julia who goes by the Twitter name Julia Alter Ego replied to Rich asking a user who goes by Laura which is at Breathe Fire two one zero Rich had quote tweeted them and asked who blocked them. Julia has replied to Rich and said, I don't know, Rich, I don't know who did or did not block Laura, but she has a valid point. I like the podcast, but this is one of the rare times I disagreed with you and Rob. Infringement of Sam's bodily autonomy for plot or laughs is a running theme in the show. This is all fine. We're all fine. Rich quote tweeted. And then I lost approximately 96% of my shit and started yelling at Sandra about it. Sorry. (laughs) He quote tweets, Disagreeing is great. Love that folks are sharing opinions about the show in general, specific episodes, and about our reviews. That's what it's all about. Tag Rob, tag the podcast. Stop fucking talking, Richard! Stop talking! So, that kick-started this. So, I feel like I should probably address our thoughts on Rich and his tweets first. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but you spoke out of turn and I like you. So, you know, roll it back, man. He won't. It's been like, it's the 17th today as we're recording. He's not rolling back. He's not gonna. He's probably mm-hmm. not listening to this either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rich. I don't have the same compulsion if you are listening to this. You don't meet the criteria for me to bankrupt myself and my family to come and apologize to you in person. So I'll tweet you though. Oh God. I don't even know what happened there. So my thoughts on this are, if multiple people are telling you that your take on something is wrong, hurtful, damaging, offensive, the position to take on the back of that is not, oh, isn't it great to disagree with people? Mm -hmm. That's not, no. Multiple people are telling you that, that what you're saying is, it's it, it it is an opinion and i feel like rich and rob probably do have insider knowledge in terms of jared's interpretation of it mm-hmm. and his interpretation of of how sam felt about it so they they maybe have more more knowledge than us maybe jared thinks it's fucking hilarious as well mm-hmm. i hope not but mm-hmm. maybe he does but still if he has that insider knowledge share that defend your position you know if you mm-hmm. go yeah i understand what you guys are saying but like We've spoken to Jared about this, and Jared thinks this, and he thinks that Sam thinks this. Blah, 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 blah. Don't just go, ah, isn't it great that we disagree? Because that's hurtful and damaging. Don't mm-hmm. you do that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, that kick-started this episode, because I was like, it very much in the theme of we need to talk about Misha, I was like, we need to talk about this. This is not all right. We need to discuss this. But it was on the docket before that. It was, it was on the to-do list. Before we dive into the actual show, do you have any thoughts about this, Sandra? Or do you did you just sit there and listen to me screaming into the void and go, okay. No, I think and then just so. move on. No. <laughs> Which is fine if you did. Because I do that a lot. I yell at this poor girl. 
so much about really random shit that, like, most of the time she probably doesn't even know. And I'm just like, fuck it, this. And then I move on and she moves on. I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna go from the viewpoint to that, you know, we're we're talking about a we're talking about a man, we're talking about a white male, um, we're talking about someone who is okay with the idea of disagreeing, but not maybe actually listening to somebody else's mm-hmm. viewpoint and seeing why they think the way that they think. So I think saying that you disagree is just an easy way of just that's your out for people. And I know we've had discussions and I learn a lot about my internal bias and how I've been brought up in certain situations and what's been ingrained in my brain, um, which I think we're going to get into with some of these situations that we talk about with the boys in. So I think it's just frustrating because they've got a platform. I think we we would hope that we might have a platform where we could open up someone's perspective on things mm-hmm. that maybe they didn't think about that way. So it's all about how much do you want to use your platform for good? Or are you just interested in making a book? I think you could do both, but it's really hard to do that well. So I think that's where maybe Mr. Mr. Spate might be at. Like, look, I'm just doing this. It's a gig. We're just going to chit chat about a show, have a couple laughs. It's not that big Mm. of a deal. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's where, and again, he's, he's done a lot of behind the scenes with Supernatural too, not this stage of whatever they're discussing, right? Like he was in the show, maybe what a couple times up until this point, or not even maybe just once, and then mm-hmm. had more of a role in directing. And I'm sure that can kind of fashion or shape episodes. And I think those are where maybe like you could really dive into well, where was your thought process here, Richard? Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. So yeah, I just I just think it's a white guy. And I don't know how much how much change you can have with an older white dude, but I would hope that mm. maybe he would look at the fandom that he's part of and is representing too, in a way, mm. in that situation. I don't know if that made sense or not, yeah. but he no, feels like oh, he's no. more my he's more my age, my generation too. So I think. I inherently see where he's just not even going to like, I don't know him. I don't know the man. I don't know his, his inner thoughts, but he and Rob just seem to like, Hey, let's just do this thing. You know, let's just say hey, they asked us mm. to do this thing. Yeah. It's, it is difficult. Obviously there's, there's, I'm never, I'm never a fan of, giving people an out by going oh it's just the generation mm-hmm. it's just the age everyone right. can learn yeah you know absolutely. everyone can learn yeah but i do think to be able to do that you have to be aware of your own biases mm-hmm. and i don't want to generalize but a lot of people of that generation are not mm-hmm. and that's this is not me saying the rich is a bad guy this is not like the misha thing was a thing this is just mm-hmm. me going, ah, you made a bad comment, dude. That's not all right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. have a think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just don't know um, how much of a think he's going to have. Like, that's my that's my issue with that 
like knowing the knowing being it being in the generation of people <laughs> i don't know how much of a think he might actually have about that unless maybe he's got some younger you know i i don't know i know he's got kids i don't know if that would ever be a discussion kids, yeah. that they would have you know with him or mm. again there's there's opportunities but i don't know how much he's investing in what the fans are going to be saying about it as much as if it was somebody else in his immediate yeah. circle kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm not I'm not angry. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh really? You want a light bulb you know? to go off, kind of. And yeah, maybe I just, just want to shake him and just be like, yeah. this is not the thing, my guy. No. Maybe something did and we just we didn't get the tail end of it because it wasn't addressed yeah. online. So that could be a way to maybe hope that maybe this got him some time to think about it uh maybe maybe another episode might address it maybe he might talk about it in a future episode well as we're about to find out there's plenty of fucking opportunities to address it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah plenty so yeah this was it was on it was on the to-do list but that tweet that exchange on twitter which i didn't i follow rich which is probably why i saw it because mm-hmm. I see a lot of things I don't want to see on Twitter. You know, it's such a whole such other the nature episode, of the algorithm. which is why we were talking for 45 minutes before yeah. we recorded. The bloody, I don't know whether to call it the Twitter part of the fandom or Twitter itself. There, there's some issues out there, guys. There's some yeah. issues out there. Yeah. But we that's so that's that's what kind of kicked this off. Because that happened, that does happen quite a lot. We'll have something vaguely planned. And something will happen, and I'll be like, we need to talk about this immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I will be the first to admit, Sandra made a beautiful table. I've come round, guys. I've come round. Y'all remember a year ago when I was like, we don't need tables. Tables piss me off. Now I'm like, that was a good table, Sandra. I'm really in for that table. So we've got a table. It's all like, it's in like chronological order. It's got thoughts in it. I wish it was like, finished, but we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> I don't think there's that many after season 10. Mm. I didn't, I'll be the first to hold my hands up. This was my idea. So I went, I will do the Sam stuff. And Sandra, you do the, the Dean things. Because mm. I didn't really think this had happened that much to Dean. And then I went and Googled it. And I um, took a lot of information from a few Tumblr blogs. And it happens to Dean more than I thought I did. Mm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I will be the first one to admit that this probably doesn't cover every single um, instance. Even in the seasons that I mentioned. But uh, we thought we'd just run through some of the uh, some of the occasions that the boys are sexually assaulted. People are very sexually not suggestive, but aggressive mm-hmm. towards them. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, I feel mm-hmm. like, and we'll mm-hmm. get into it. Mm-hmm. So this one took me by surprise. I'll I'll start. This one took me by surprise. I got this straight from a Tumblr blog that I can probably find and link um, if Sandra decides this is information that she wants. Um, it's actually it's actually in the pilot. We start as we mean to go on with this fucking show. It's actually in the pilot. Mm. So Sam's in the car with the woman in white. She locks all the doors. She won't let him out. And she just like gets on top of him in the back seat, tries to kiss him. She's rubbing up against him, whatever. And he is very much not into this mm-hmm. he very much does not want any part of this but it happens anyway and it's never addressed i don't mm. even think he tells dean Mm-mm. it's just never addressed no 
So Sandra really kindly puts thought columns in these tables and then doesn't populate them. (laughs) (laughs) It was you! You put the thought columns in! I did. What do you think about this, Sandra? No, I think that... The unpopulated box. So I think here's where we get into discussions, and we've talked about this before, where the boys, I think it's all about their their world and how they're viewed within the world and how that differs from societal stuff i think a lot of the time i always noticed and we'll get into it more but i think it happens even sam sam's the one instance where i think this is different i think it's different for sam and dean too i feel like for dean a lot of the stuff that's occurring with him it's always a supernatural power play in some way sam i think it's very it's muddier in a lot of situations. And maybe there's some instances later on where uh, that's actually not the case for Dean that I just didn't, didn't clock or didn't, didn't think about. So I think anytime there's that, you know, they're, they're up against supernatural entities that are either like female or female form. I feel like Mm -hmm. this is kind of like, thrown about or used a lot more for whatever purpose Mm -hmm. in the show but yes it's definitely he does not want (laughs) he does not want he's it's not something he's at all wanting to have happen Mm -hmm. to him so the thing the thing for me is and i i considered sort of splitting this up into monsters and supernatural entities versus humans Mm -hmm. And I, I know that from the writer's perspective, that they're, they're looking for a way to match the boy's strength. Mm-hmm. You can, like, it's not necessarily, especially in this one, especially in the pilot, it's not necessarily believable that this little, you know, waif-like ghost mm-hmm. is going to beat the unholy hell out of someone's Sam's size. Mm-hmm. So I will give the pilot a pass on that. But mm-hmm. later down the line, we know that they can. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. know that they can. Ghosts are strong. Demons mm-hmm. are strong. Most supernatural monsters and entities are strong. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, as you say, if it's a female or a, a female form, mm-hmm. that is the path that is taken as opposed to pure violence. Yeah. And I will that say, I remember... Choice listening to the commentary of the pilot and the director, David Nutter seemed like he had, he had a thing for the actress, um, how beautiful she was. So in a way, I think Hmm. he was utilizing the, the misogyny, you know, like to his advantage too, possibly in the way it was directed and like how to have this. Do you know what? That makes sense for an absolutely glaring plot hole in the pilot, which is that the woman in white attacks people who have cheated, and Sam very clearly says, you can't kill me, I'm not unfaithful. And she's like, oh, but you will be. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. fucking no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's, so, just, that's but- just something I thought about, too, just as we were discussing it. So I think life imitates art, imitates life, all that kind of thing. And what yeah. somebody's decision in a scene is, whether it's directing or writing, and then how that mm-hmm. ends up turning into something that you could kind of just gloss over and not really think about being an issue. Mm. Yeah. And I think, I think with the monsters, even though you could take this as, 
you know, they could have chosen to go down a more violent route. It's meant to unsettle the boys, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. meant to it's meant to convey that oh kind of factor of like something unclean mm-hmm. touching you, doing things to you without your consent. Mm-hmm. And especially in the early seasons with the monsters, we'll give that a pass. I would mm-hmm. give it more of a pass if look into the next one. Mm. Um, they'd ever had a male demon do this ever. So Shadow, um, 116, Meg ties up, OG Meg ties up Sam and Dean and um, you know, touches them inappropriately, mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. says what she's gonna do, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'd give them more of a pass if we'd ever seen a male demon do that. You could just be like, well, demons, demon's gonna demon, you know? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is and again, it's still we're still in the first season. We haven't really established all the rules around monsters. Season fifteen veterans know that Meg allegedly could have thrown them wherever she wanted to do, you know, done whatever, held them up against the wall, whatever, mm-hmm. with just a flick of her hand. She didn't need to tie them up and violate them like that. Yeah, I but- think the only thing where I'm thinking of with a. Uh- the Crossroads Demon stuff, I can only think about like Crowley when you're first introduced to him and he's got the deal with the dude. And Not with the banker. And yeah, the kiss. yeah. And the kiss. That and maybe oh, like. Oh, Bobby as well. And Bobby, you know. But again, like. <laughs> it's not Cro- soulless, Sam, isn't Crowley's it? a different, yeah. I mean, different entity entirely. But that, again, like to me, it all comes back to just like how. Um, sexual assault in general is all about power and I feel like that's kind of being utilized mm. against the boys who are very in their own right big dudes and in again like a normal scenario which we've talked about you know would maybe be the the one that would have the advantage in a situation but when it comes to supernatural stuff I think they they lean on that a lot um for whatever mm. for whatever reason but yeah he's definitely again and i think even meg because i've just watched that scene meg's like i saw you watching me but it's like but sam was watching what he thought was not a, a demon human. at that yeah. time so yeah because like, meg yeah they, they were a little bit flirty they were a little bit you know mm-hmm. but he didn't know that it was a demon and yeah Crucial point. And at that point, it was a hard pass. (laughs) Yeah. Consent can be revoked at any point for any reason. And it's, you know, he was like, yes, beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. Probably would hit that. Mm -hmm. Demon. Oh, God, no, don't touch me. Mm -hmm. God, that was so Yorkshire as well. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes this happens. Um, You know, but like. He would see, he withdrew his consent, so for her to be like, "Oh, I saw I saw you watching me," blah blah blah. That doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Meg's a prolific offender for this as well. I don't know yeah. what it is, yeah, but she comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's we're still in season one, so we're I, we're side eyeing it, but they're still establishing roles, so we're we're giving it a pass. Mm-hmm. And then we've got one twenty dead man's blood, which I didn't remember. Sam did. The female vamp kisses Dean against his will. Dean is bait on the side of the road. Yeah. Now, Sandra, I, Sandra did populate this thoughts once. I so populated this one just because, and I actually just recently, and I, I'm sure you're not caught up on the Winchesters, but I saw a similar okay. scene 
um, where Mary is actually by the side of the road with a with a you know a truck that looks like it you know needs some assistance. I guess to my mind, like the way the scene plays out, Dean's kind of there's not a lot of hesitancy or surprise that you know he's going to have to you know that that it occurs. I guess even in a the kiss, and that just made me again, I start to think, you know, what, what other things maybe like this has happened before? Um, I know it's the first vamp interaction, but like, has anything else even similar like this could have even been a thing with a supernatural being? And then that makes me think, you know, what's happened in, what's happened with supernatural beings and what's possibly happened with the human variety um, when it comes to Dean, but yeah, sexual. I'm going to tie I'm going to tie that one and and actually the next one. I think it's accepted by a lot of a lot of us now, particularly those of us in in the fan fiction community. That Dean probably did some stuff he'd rather not talk about to get money to feed Sam and himself when they were kids. Mm-hmm. So we don't particularly want to go any further into that because yeah. obviously it's not canon. No one, Jensen's never come out and said it or anything. No, wait, no, Jensen did. Mm-hmm. No, no, Jensen did. Jensen did. Mm-hmm. Jensen did. Okay, mm-hmm. no, we can. But yeah, so um, I think a lot of us get on board with that. So we're still pretty early in the season. We don't know necessarily if Dean's had to do that recently. I know him and John had the, the credit card scams things going on, mm-hmm. but sometimes it doesn't always work. And he'd been on his own for a little while and he'd been with John before. Like, we don't know if Dean had had to keep doing that after and Sam left. How Just, readily would Dean have been used as bait, I guess, before Sammy would be used as bait is my thinking too. Like it, yeah. it, it, no matter what, I just think it would always have been Dean probably mm-hmm. first, probably for his own, like wanting to, you know, for Sam's benefit as well. Like his, not his wanting to put Sam in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also for me, that kind of, that kind of ties into Dean not seeing a problem with using his body mm-hmm. in, in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's, it's still selling his body. It's just for a different purpose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's not, he's he's not going to get money at the end of it, but he's going to gank the monster, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, it doesn't make it any less wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just coming at it from a different angle because Dean's lived experience is obviously very different to Sam's mm-hmm. lived experience. Mm-hmm. So we have that in Dead Man's Blood, 3-1, The Magnificent Seven, Again, unwanted. Sandra's written unwanted advances by Lust, even though Dean initiates the kiss, and then put thoughts power play acting as bait. So yeah, Dean initiated the kiss. That doesn't that doesn't make it any less wrong. Yeah. So this is um, this goes back to another episode. The episode right before this, the season finale of season two. I didn't put this down. It was all hell breaks loose. Part two, when Dean makes the deal with the Crossroads demon, it's a female and, you know, they, they, they bat around. She's just like, no, no way, no way, 10 years, no way, five. And then she says one year and he seals the deal, kisses her first too. Um, Mm. So again, there's that power thing. Like he's, he's being forced to on someone else's terms, he's got to, he's got to seal the deal some way. So again, that could have all sorts of 
connotations or reflections on other things that have had to occur, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I think it's probably at this point, probably a good idea to just kind of <laughs> shoehorn in maybe the idea of consent and mm-hmm. the fact that you can consent to something, but it can still be a sexual assault right. or a rape yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. There is coercive rape there is um you know consent under duress mm-hmm. things like that so yeah. in both of those in all hell breaks loose part two and the magnificent seven dean initiates the sexual contact but that does not that does not mean true consent right yeah yeah and that's i'm i'm writing something at the moment that's playing very 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 much with those ideas of consent and you know what it means and how it can be manipulated mm-hmm. and i consider everything that i've written to be rape non-consensual because even though my characters may verbally say yes you know they may engage in sexual acts it is not true consent between two people mm-hmm. so just because someone initiates something right that doesn't necessarily change yeah. the situation. If they are at a power disadvantage in some way, mm-hmm. then that's, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like and, whatever you're doing to kind of like survive scenario at that point. Yeah. Like just to get yourself out of situation. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So from there, we come on to... What started it all? Oh, <laughs> what started it all? Yeah, look, season, season two didn't even get a mention. Go season two. No. No questionable scenes in season two. So then we come on to uh, Red Sky Morning, 3-6. Oh, Sam and Gertrude. Sam and Gertrude. Sue, as we discussed, uh, Dean and Bella need to go get whatever the fuck it is they need to go get from the... I think it was, the a, only, it was a hand. Only, I think it was a hand. Oh, was it the hand of glory? The only thing I remember from that is somebody stole my car. That's it. <laughs> That's the only bit of that's, that's the only bit I remember. How could you forget the don't that, objectify me by Dean and Bella when he comes down? Oh, the steps? yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's true. They that's look good true. in tuxes as we objectify. They do. Them. They do. We're not doing anything, we're just talking about it. <laughs> that's different. If we if it's a crime to talk about it, lock me up now. That's a problem. Um <laughs> so yeah they go to this party dean and bella are gonna go and do whatever they're gonna do and sam has to distract the old lady who is handsy she's handsy y'all she's handsy she grabs ass she's making sexual comments she's i sound like such a prude good lord she's like she's very inappropriate with my boy who is so uncomfortable Mm-hmm. He goes over to Dean and Bella and he's like, how long are you going to be? Because I am not going to tolerate this. Mm-hmm. And Dean mocks him. He's like, you mm-hmm. smell like sex. Mm-hmm. And Sam is just like, I mean, it's like bitch face number 18, I think. Right. Yeah. So Sandra put in this, in Sandra's thoughts, she's put, this is where I waffle with Sam and Dean when they are putting themselves in this type of situation for the case. And then I came back at her and I was like, Date does not equal consensual touching. She acted inappropriately. Mm-hmm. He, they could have gone. He offered to be her date. That's fine. They could have gone. They could have talked. They could have danced. And it could have been completely platonic. 
Mm-hmm. She decided she was going to help herself to several handfuls and went along with that. And that is wildly inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And I would say that is the first, because she's a human as well. Yeah. Everything yeah. else we've talked about has been monsters. So this is the first, I don't want to say true sexual assault, but like this carries a bit more weight because there's no there's no power play behind it. There's no trying to manipulate a situation. Nobody's being bait. Nobody's this is just one human thinking they are entitled to another human's body mm. with mm. nothing else going on beyond that. And I think that's why this one sticks sticks in my throat so much because I'm like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, it was eons ago. So even if even if I could conjure a situation where I could be like, Jared, red sky up morning groping where do you stand on it where do you think sam stood on it he'd probably give me his blank cute puppy dog face and be like did season three happen i was so long ago mm. so you I know think i'm interested yeah this this gets into again a, i think where my brain goes back into when i was growing up there was the big thing and it it started to get into you'd always hear initially and again, I I think I've grown from this, but this is where I, I do sort of fall back into not looking at it from the guy's perspective, where um, you'd hear things like, oh, well, she was, look at the way she was dressed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, why was she there? Um, you know, like, why was she in that situation to begin with? Um, so I feel there's that, there's that in me that I'm always trying to figure out and remind myself the situation again it I was immediately like you said I was thinking about it from it's Sam and Dean and that was me not thinking about just the the situation itself and the consent part so um yeah I think it's always worth considering um Sandra sort of you know if, if that's where your brain defaults to go there's there's nothing wrong with that you just have a chat with yourself about it. You're like, no, mm-hmm. we're amending those ideas. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening to this and going, I don't really see where you guys are coming from, reverse the genders. And that's <laughs> going to become real fucking important later on. Mm-hmm. Reverse the genders. Mm-hmm. If in the pilot, if it was, if Sam and Dean were girls and a ghost male pinned girl Sam down in the back of the Impala and started touching and trying to kiss and blah, 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 blah. She was fighting frantically to get away mm-hmm. nobody would question whether that was inappropriate mm-hmm. yeah exactly the same with this everyone's like ah it's funny and you know people of that generation i think she was meant to be like in her 60s or 70s you know she was old wasn't she mm-hmm. i don't know exactly how old but like grandma generation as i would call it nans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for some reason this seems to be culturally acceptable for nans to like grab act. a guy's ass and stuff and say yeah, things. Yeah, grab his ass and say. Oh my you gosh, know. conventions. Oh. <laughs> oh sure. A lot of grannies have <laughs> gotten away with some shit that other people would not be able to get away with. Um, yeah. There's been, there's been, I'm um, pretty much guaranteeing there's been rogue hands on over top of some curvy areas of both Jared and Jens. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I'm sure. I'm, of it. I, do you know, I'm sure you're right. And isn't that just disgusting? Mm-hmm. Again, I think that's gross. when we, we also talk about <sighs> everything bleeds over, but like talking about how much Jared and Jensen have been through in Hollywood, in the machine 
mm-hmm. what they have been stuff that's ha- happened to them that maybe they don't even clock. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. inappropriate. A real, real good example of that is I think it's in the season. What it's the scene where Sam's shirtless for the first time comes out of the shower in the motel. He's got the towel wrapped around him. Isn't that like the first season? Yeah, I think it's I think it's season one. There mm-hmm. is no reason for that scene to exist. It it contributes nothing to plot <laughs> at all. <laughs> it is solely there because people wanted to see more skin. Mm-hmm. And Sam was the one. Whether Sam agreed to this, because I we know Jensen has all Sam, Jared. We know <laughs> Jensen's always been a little bit insecure about his body. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe Jared was like, I'll take the fall. It's you know, it's fine, I'll get my shot. Yeah, but whatever. Dean did it first in the skin episode one six, when he was like taking when the um, shapeshifter, he was taking off his shirt. And I always remember that thing that Kripke talks about where like fans were going crazy because they were like real time saying like oh my gosh um dean's taking his shirt off and then he was ripping his skin like oh my god dean's taking his skin off it was like it was like you don't you don't even give me a chance to objectify you're immediately like that's gonna get all gory and stuff where with that scene i think with sam it was like 10 seconds of glory it was fun glorious chest (laughs) yeah it was fun with the with the dean in skin that served a plot purpose you're like hello Right. Oh God, he's taking his skin off. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that was a plot device to show yeah. how shapeshifters change form. They yeah. take their skin off. That's yeah. fucking icky. Sam coming out the shower was nada. Mm-hmm. And he was how season one, 22, 23? Yeah, I think it was Hell House. Now I'm gonna like I'll I'll check, but I think it was the Hell House episode. I'm just gonna look. Because I'm just like Wait. And it's worth it's worth pointing out that you can see that he is wearing black shorts under the towel. Um, so he's clearly trying to preserve what little modesty is being allowed to him. Um, so, you know, Jared is not, he's not shy about taking his clothes off. You know, he's not shy about his body. And if you work that fucking hard for it, Mm-hmm. Good Christ! I wouldn't wear clothes. I'd be like, <laughs> "Fight me! Look at me! Let me in the supermarket. I got to buy berries." You know. So I don't, don't think he's ever. I don't think it particularly bothers him. But you don't know. At twenty two, twenty three, if someone said to you, "Oh, you have to like, you have to come out of the shower and pretend to be naked," would you? Would you have been all right with it? You, Sandra. You, audience members, listeners. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. I would have been really uncomfortable. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely worth considering sort of the the machine mm-hmm. of the entertainment industry yeah. in and amongst this as well. Because we definitely went there with a point and I was like, they made Jared take his <laughs> shit off. <laughs> and you know what? I will be I will be the first person to objectify Sam and Dean. Sam and Dean, not Jared and Jensen. Sam and Dean are fictional characters. I can objectify them to my heart's content. I'll be the first person to do that. They are hot. But if the if we'd never seen skin through the whole of the show, mm-hmm. I wouldn't love them any less. Yeah. It's just like a nice nice little sprinkles on the cake of love. I'm like, this is fucking great. And now it's got sprinkles on it. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? You know? It didn't Yeah. It didn't need didn't need to, to happen. 
I was right. It was Hell House. Yay. Do I get a it sticker? Was Hell House. Yay. You get a sticker. <laughs> stickers all around. Stickers all around. Okay. So, yeah, it's worth considering if you're kind of, like I said, if you're side eyeing the things that we're saying, or even if your default response is, but it's not because blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I remember where I was going with that. Little old ladies getting away with shit. Little old ladies, you know, like you bring a boyfriend to meet your parents and they're like, oh, they're so handsome and like squeeze their ass and be like, oh, if I was 20 years younger. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. If a man, if it was a, again, if it was a female, a female, I think Sam's meant to be like 22 in season one. So what would he have been? 20, 22, 23, He was a year older, right? Yeah, I think they're a year older than their characters. So I think he would have been 23. Maybe at that point he would have been 24. I can't remember. Just based off of when it was filmed and stuff. I don't know. He's in his early to mid-20s, let's Mm -hmm. say. So we've got an early to mid-20s girl who's already been forced to accompany an old man on a date. So her sister and um, we'll make Bella a man as well, whatever, can go and do what they're going to do. If this was a 60, 70-year-old man getting handsy and grabby and sexually suggestive with a a young girl, there would be outcry. It would not be all right. It certainly wouldn't be laughed at. People would be like, whoa, that is, oh, that is so far over the line. So far over the line. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So where I think with, again, yeah, go ahead. Society. Look at yourselves. Mm-hmm. If granddad, if you're a guy and you brought your girlfriend home and granddad started grabbing her ass and going, oh, if I was 20 years younger, mm-hmm. everyone would be like, fucking hell. Yeah. You whisk your girlfriend out of there so quickly, your granddad wouldn't even see your fucking coattails. Yeah. Well, nobody wears coattails anymore. But it would, <laughs> it would not be appropriate. But when, when grandma does it, when your sweet little nan makes those jokes about your boyfriend and was like, oh, it's just grandma. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Bath. Take yeah. a look at yourselves, society in general. <laughs> I'm giving myself so much fucking ick now. Uh, okay. So moving, moving forward. Then we have No Rest for the Wicked, uh, 316, which is the season finale. Lilith takes over Ruby's meat suit and kisses Sam. Demons are just any- sucky. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? If this was portrayed, if they portrayed this as a demonic trait they wouldn't even be on the list i mean Mm -hmm. they might be on the list but if it was just like oh demons are sexually aggressive demons are you know whatever it wouldn't be that bad Mm -hmm. but again if it was a male demon that had kissed male sam or a male demon that had kissed female sam everyone would be like whoa no 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 so yeah and then we'll i've got some some stuff some stuff groups together here so Various season four episodes when we hear Dean talk about his time in hell and specifically the episodes with Alistair where he's torturing him, it is heavily implied that Dean was sexually assaulted, raped during his time in hell. Yeah. It's never it's it's Dean never comes out explicitly and says it, but it, it's heavily implied, and especially the conversations with Dean and Alistair. It's implied that maybe it was other people, but it, maybe it was Alistair as well. You know, there's, it's all there, you know? And for all my yelling about how, well, if it was just a demon thing and male demons did it as well, it's still an occasion of sexual assault, so we're still going to look at it. 
And I think with the torture aspect of it, and I think that that parallels um, what we, you know, pretty much assume similar things that would have happened to Sam in the cage. And I think, yeah, I think that's talked about a little bit more in some other seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. So also from various season four episodes, Sam and Ruby. Now we all know Sam and Ruby led to a beautiful romance between Jared and Jen. It's fucking cute. Blah, 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 blah. But let's just look at it in the context of the show. She is effectively giving him drugs. Mm -hmm. Her payment for those drugs is sex. Is that consensual? No. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. If you fuck your drug dealer to get your drugs, that's 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 sex work. Mm -hmm. That's that's payment. You know, Mm -hmm. that's you're you're selling your body to obtain something. Yeah. So that's and I think it's worth it's worth bearing in mind as well. I grabbed this from a Tumblr blog. Ruby is the one that initiates all that, and she initiates that while Sam is both drunk and high Mm -hmm. and in mourning. He is not in his right state of mind. We see him taking pills and we see him drinking. Mm-hmm. He is very clearly not sober, but she coerces him into sex anyway. And I think it's, I don't know whether it was a conscious choice on Jared's part, but it always sticks in my mind that when he like, she puts her hand on his pants and he lifts her into his lap. And it's, the scene's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. But there's, like a pained look on his face like it's not the face of a man who's enjoying himself mm-hmm. and i don't know if that's because jared was trying to deal with his own bodily reaction to a, a hot girl that he's attracted to in his lap mm-hmm. or if it was a, a character choice an acting choice but he looks like he's in pain mm-hmm. he doesn't look like he's enjoying this so i just think think that's worth considering and then obviously the whole sam ruby demon blood arc as a whole it's not consensual. Yeah. I mean, we, yes, she gave him the blood before they had sex. We saw that a few times, but still she's, she's got the power the expectation. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's got the power and she's obviously set a precedent mm-hmm. of sex for blood. So, yeah, you know, I'm scared skeevy about that. Mm-hmm. Just all about it. And then various episodes. Um, I know Pamela came into, um, she came in in season four, didn't she? She was yeah. they called her for the first one with Castiel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Pamela, uh, we like Pamela. We do. She's nice. We like her. We were all very sad when she died. She's fucking handsy though. She handsy, and the boys don't. They don't seem to dislike this as a concept. You know, they both seem like Sam especially seems to find it quite. You know, quite, quite cute, quite endearing, and Dean's obviously very jealous, and Sam is not invited. Yeah. Um, I love that scene, <laughs> but still, she's very handsy, much the same. I also see this is where I think I think it's like I think it's just it's just blatant flirting from Pamela. I really do think that, like, and I think that, yeah, yeah, like but that, again, that's one. Yeah, you can you can flirt without without touching. using. Yeah, you can, but she's choosing not. <laughs> to. She's yeah, that's it. This is in, in very much a hand the same way. somewhere where she thinks the angel. Yeah, well, didn't touch me there. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. yeah, that's it. It's it's similar to similar to Gertrude. Yeah. Both humans yeah. thinking they're entitled to mm-hmm. another person's body, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think there's some some 
It says a lot about the boys, doesn't it? That because she's young, yeah, and attractive, they're they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But when it was Gertrude, it was gross and disgusting. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. challenge your own inner bias there, guys. Yeah, but I still think she definitely could have not been as handsy. Yes, definitely. She could have just put like a hand on the shoulder. You know, maybe that instead. Yeah. Yeah. Am I confusing a fic for canon again? Because I do this a lot is there a thing later in the show where they're talking about someone that they know through john and sam fucked her and dean fucked her and they're debating whether they think john fucked her as well sandra would know uh, it's probably a thing, the only thing i can think about is the bobby episode where there was the one hunter that you find out had had sex with bobby and sam and dean I don't remember anything about. Oh, well, it could have been could John. Have been I, I, I could or be you could have that. read a you could have read a fic too that was like that. Yeah, there's also that possibility. Did Sam have Did Sam have sex with her while he was soulless? So this was. Mm, I don't think so. This was season. This was season seven, but it sounded like it happened way back, like before. Oh right. So I don't think it was when he I was could- soulless. I could be thinking of that then, and I'm confusing John for Bobby. But for some reason, I had it in my head that maybe that was Pamela. Because I was like, we don't know. Maybe there's some history. But then I'm thinking about it, and there isn't. Because Mm -hmm. Bobby calls Pamela, doesn't he? He's like, I know the psychic. And she comes in from the off. Is mm-hmm. overtly flirtatious and oh yeah, she's it. she's flirty with Bobby. Like you know, she just she's flirty with Bobby right off the bat too. So she's flirty with everybody. Yeah. Do you know what? That's absolutely fine. Dean flirts with anything mm-hmm. with a skirt, mm-hmm. you know, but he doesn't put his hands on people. That's the crucial yeah. point for me. Yeah. Being flirty is fine. Making those kind of comments to see if someone is receptive. I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit blunt, but you know, some people work like that. Mm-hmm. But when you put your hands on someone without invitation, that's when it crosses the line for me. Yeah, yeah. You're tr- and she grabs, yeah. she pinches asses, you know. She's well on her way to being, ah, oh, it's just grandma. Ah, yeah. oh, it's just Pamela, isn't it? She yeah. squeezes bombs. No, no, she yeah. doesn't. Stop that, Pamela. <laughs> so, yeah, it's unfortunate because I really liked Pamela as a character, but I could never get over that. I could never get over, like, her greeting to the boys was a slap on the ass. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. And then we've got one sp- one specific season four episode. Um, oh, shit, I didn't put... It, Chris Angel is a douchebag is in season four as well. Huh, sex and violence, 414. Just all of it. All of it. I'm just going to gesture at the whole thing. You know? So is it... Just so in particular, too, is it the... All of it. Okay, but... <laughs> like, well, no, because because it, when when we get to the climax of the episode and I'm like, he's like, oh, I gave Dean what he wanted. A little brother looks up to him, blah, 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 blah. And then he mm-hmm. infects Sam. And he, I think it might be something to do with the manipulation of them. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just skeevy, okay? Yeah. Nothing is nothing is overt. Nothing is overt. But the, you know, the venom to control them, making mm-hmm. them do, like, he could have made them fuck if he'd wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There have been enough fanfics written to the tune of that. And it has a very it absolutely it, could. It has that, yeah, it has that underlaying in there too of like Yeah, you know, it does. Yeah. You can't there's no there's no one one scene or one line where you can go, aha, that. But it's it's very much there. There's that sexual tension is is there mm-hmm. in the 
in the scene. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah, it's no, skeevy. it's it's skeevy. Yeah, agree. don't like it. And also on the back of that Tumblr blog again, possession, demonic possession, angelic possession, angelic possession maybe a little bit less because angels do have to have consent mm-hmm. to take a vessel, but demonic possession. In much the same way I was like, oh, the poison and the control and the lack of consent, it's skeevy. Mm -hmm. Demonic possession as well. So if we were going to add that in, you'd have like Meg taking possession of Sam. I'm sure Dean got possessed at some point. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I don't think so, no. (laughs) (laughs) He was more careful. He was more careful. Turned into a demon. Um, Totally different. He was not possessed by one. Yeah. But yeah, there's like, I, I suppose Meg, Sam, then, as much as I love Meg, Sam, you could argue it's. I I didn't include it in this because it's not overtly sexual. It's it's not sexual in nature. Yeah, but it's bodily autonomy. It's loss of control. You you especially demonic possession. You can't withdraw your consent. See with angelic possession. Well, you Dean can't has withdraw that your with consent. Michael. Dean has that with Michael Dean though, where then he's like, you know, we had a deal, and. Michael decides to ride him anyway um, for yeah. however long it takes. So then there's that, there's that too. That's it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's squicky with angels, isn't it? Cause they go, Oh no, you have to consent mm-hmm. and you can, you can eject us. But then it's like they have a clause method, or something in there that, you know, yeah. you weren't aware of. Yeah. 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 The method of which you have to eject them is to be violated by someone else who comes and finds you in your own mind and goes, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Quick one, this, get mm-hmm. them out. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> At least demonic possession is up front. Like I'm doing this without your consent. Angel yeah. possession, Biscuitie. Yeah. But you know, I like I said, I didn't, I didn't include it in here because it's not inherently sexual. But you know, maybe, maybe it's a topic for another episode. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. do a deep dive into into the uh, the dynamics of possession. Yeah. But yeah, sex and violence, all of it, gesture, all of it, Skeevy. <laughs> Chris Angel is a douchebag. I forget which episode of season four this is because I didn't write it down. Dean being sent to the chief. Ah, isn't that funny? <laughs> they sent him to a gay dom. But the implication is that maybe something happened because Dean comes back to Sam and goes, nothing I want to think about or talk about ever again. You know, he very clearly does not give Dean, uh, Sam, any kind of anything. On what happened um mm. and i mean i'm gonna say the dom didn't seem particularly bad you know he didn't he, he made sure he knew what dean's safe word was or at least that he'd asked but the the very the nature of the scene is it is implied that dean is not able to leave mm. um you know dean's like i'm just i'm just i've been hard i'm gonna leave and he's like mm, nope you, you ain't been hard till you've been had by the chief uh-huh. i watched it last night i'm very well i I, I don't know. I still feel like if if Dean had explained the situation, he would have he would have been able to get out of it. I feel like that's mm. my thing. I feel like this was what? I feel like this was a prank, like a horrible one that the magicians played on him. But I don't think that I think he would have been able to get to get out of that scenario after after that. But they don't yeah. let you know that. And I also feel like to save face, Dean would have said nothing to Sam. <laughs> about what had happened oh yeah he would not want sam to be like even, even if <laughs> you and the chief yeah <laughs> even if even if when it cuts off because it cuts off as, as as the chief goes oh what's your safe word uh-huh. and dean does that very jensen like yeah. 
I would I would call it a gif, but like a gag or a dry heave. Because mm-hmm. he makes that really distinctive like face yeah. when he does it. And you, you see him do it all the time when he's talking, especially like the raw ribs drunk story. Mm-hmm. And Jensen's like, uh, I got sick thinking about what he'd done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's such a Jensen thing. But even if even if it had cut off right there and he'd gone, look, no, 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 this this is a big mistake, blah, 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 blah. And the guy had been like, and he seemed quite reasonable. He'd been like, oh, shit, sorry, mate. He um, seemed like a teddy left. bear underneath. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he did. He seemed like an absolute cutie. I agree with you. Dean would never, ever, ever have told Sam anything yeah. that happened. Mm-hmm. Just because you know Sam's a little brother. He'd have been like, I do you remember that time you went to go see, <laughs> see a gay dom. Plus he's <laughs> called the chief like in season 14. I would think they would have had like, you know, the um apocalypse people call him chief. I would think Dean would just have so many bad reactions. To yes. that. Just like, oh, I'll feel dirty again. Stop yeah, calling so- him that, please. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. So we can't say definitively that anything happened, but again, I invite you to reverse the genders on that mm-hmm. and see if it still feels as harmless. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know? fair. Yeah. So then season four was a whole a whole riot of concept <laughs> issues. But then, honestly, that was kind of the theme of the season, which was, you know, they both were like, oh, you have to consent. You have to let the angels in, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. It was the demon blood. Well, that was yeah. so... Wait. Oh, God, I'm confusing my season. Season five is the let the angels in play a role. Season four is the... Or the seals. Yeah, yeah, but they showed, but so there was still an explanation of that, I think, with Cass and Jimmy Novak, I think, in season four. So I think you understood the dynamics of that too, where yeah. Jimmy had to consent, I think, for Cass. Mm. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it might have been started, yeah, but then angels. yeah, you're right about the about the boys not having to like really think about it until season five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. You got it. I'm there. So, oh, you put the same. You put the same thing I've... in uh, in sympathy for the devil. Mm-hmm. I put my kisses, Dean, as well. So mm-hmm. then we move on to season five. Sympathy for the devil. Sue, so, I'm gonna start off with Dean because oh, 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 shit, the fucking talk about with this one. <laughs> so uh, Meg kisses Dean. I can't remember the exact circumstance around that, but she does against his will. Meg is a prolific offender of this. Mm-hmm. Just all the way through, she's so she's she not has, understand she has other demons hold him before she kisses him. So it's one of those things oh. too, where he's being restrained by I think like yeah, two other demons. Bobby's possessed. Bobby, Bobby comes in with yes. them. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember. I remember now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she does, and Dean is obviously restrained, unable to give consent, even if he wanted to. Which I think we've established apart from that, Dean doesn't fuck demons. Mm-hmm. Sam does, but Dean doesn't. Uh, but the absolute, absolute, and it fucking, the level of anger that I have for that scene has not waned or diminished in any way. Every single time I see it, I want to punch something. You know, do, you know the gif of Dean smashing up the motel room and he punches the mirror? Mm-hmm. That is the level of rage I get. We're talking like crowbar on the Impala, mad. Mm-hmm. Fucking Becky. Mm-hmm. Fucking Becky, right? She... I don't care what they tried to do to redeem her in the end. And, oh, no, she got snapped away. <laughs> Fuck you, Becky. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. No, she deserved that and so much worse. 
season five, episode one, Sympathy for the Devil. We open with Becky and then Chuck contacts her and she's like, oh, I knew it was all real. She knocks on the door. She walks in and she's like, oh, Sam, you're exactly, you know, da, da, da. and then she puts her hands on Sam's chest. Mm-hmm. Completely uninvited. I'm doing the motion in front of myself. Mm-hmm. She puts her hands on Sam's chest, completely uninvited. And he's like, what? He asks nicely, And then he too. asks her mm-hmm. specifically, please stop touching me. And she goes, no. Ah, <laughs> the level of fucking rage. What the fuck? And what the fuck was that? I don't even need to gender reverse that. What the fuck was he supposed to do? Yeah. Jared Padalecki is six foot four. And most of the places that you get stats on Jared put him in at around 220 pounds, which is all fucking muscle. He's not a fat guy. So if we assume Sam has those same stats, six foot four and a half. Sometimes you see six four, sometimes you see six five. Man's tall anyway. Mm. 220. She's probably what? Like five foot four, five foot five. She probably Mm -hmm. weighs like 120 pounds. Mm -hmm. What can he physically do to stop her from doing this without looking like he's hurting her? There is, he physically, he is, I mean, it's fabulous predicament bondage. It really is. He is physically restrained by the fact he cannot put his hands on her. He is three times her size. I and think this is where very nice about it. Yeah. Just, Please stop. And she's like, no. I feel like this is such a art imitating life thing because it's, I mean, unfortunately, like Becky, I think is representing the fandom. And mm-hmm. I can only imagine, yeah. again, we get back to instances where I'm sure, like, I, I understand and I feel like it's an appropriate thing when you're going in for a, photo op or whatever, like you ask if it's okay to do these things. And I mean, I'm sure, and I think we've heard instances where, you know, fans just aren't appropriate the way that they act with the boys. Mm -hmm. And again, we get back to what are they conditioned to in their behavior and what are they, what do they feel like they're allowed to do and not allowed to do? In situations yeah. like that. So Again, it's, it's really icky. I mean, Daniil went off at a fan, at a convention, didn't she? And she has been labeled a bitch ever since. Mm. Someone puts their hands inappropriately on Jared and Jensen and they go, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Suddenly they're the asshole mm-hmm. to the fan. That's how it will be perceived. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I know Sandra shared some of her comp pictures and stuff. But I've seen pictures of Sandra when she's um, like hugged Jensen and stuff. And there's, <laughs> bless, there's quite a considerable height difference between the pair of them because he's stupid tall. So when he hugs Sandra, his arms come around Sandra's shoulders because that's naturally where she comes up to on his chest. But when you hug Jensen, your arms and hands are pretty close to his ass. Mm-hmm. And you can see in the photos where you've lifted like you've angled your arms upwards so you're touching the middle of his back. Mm-hmm. You're not anywhere near the bottom of his it's like, shirt or don't his touch belt. there. And there's like, you know, like it's yeah. like the Holy Spirit. Like, you know, you just you don't you don't you don't let your leave, leave room for Jesus. <laughs> you don't you don't leave let those Catholic. parts get in there. <laughs> yeah, don't let them exactly. touch, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And that is just purely respect for another human being. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't know him. He doesn't mm-hmm. know you. Mm-hmm. He's hugging you because you've paid a lot of money for him to hug you. And I'm sorry, I don't want to devalue your con experience. 
but that's no, what but it that's is. true. You know? And it's, and I think people have to understand that what you're, what you're paying for is, is an experience, but there are limits to what you are allowed to do with the talent. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you, know you need what? to understand I'm sure, that. I'm sure if you abandoned your entire life and your family and everything and just moved to Austin and just like, I will bump into one of them at some point. I'm sure if you did, and it was like, like maybe not in like the grocery store or Target or whatever, mm-hmm. but if you bumped into them on the street and you were just like, oh my God, hi, can I have a hug? Can we take a picture? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they would give you a hug. I'm mm-hmm. sure they wouldn't be, I don't feel like Jared is quite a huggy person We've anyway. We've seen that anyway. Like you see when they're out in the yeah. wild, like they're willing to, you know, put their arms around somebody, give them a hug, you know, take a picture. And, so. the, and in the wild you would be respectful of a person's boundaries. You wouldn't mm-hmm. you put, like, put your hands on their, on their ass, like align your pelvic regions together in a hug, you know, whatever. Yeah. You'd just naturally be respectful of someone else's space. And that applies in photo ops at cons as well. Yeah. yeah. Just be respectful of someone's space and acknowledge that while, yes, you have paid for this experience and they will do what you ask them to do, it's within reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... I've never heard of Jared or Jensen saying anything to a fan about being handsy or putting their hands somewhere they shouldn't do, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure it's happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. And I just... And again, (laughs) I mean, again, it's... It's that conundrum of like, you know, they're accepting it. They're accepting the, the, the consent's always paramount, but it's like... Jesus, like some fans are just off the rails <laughs> and I don't know oh, yeah. how much more they would like, you know, like, you know, like just are, just have to block out, you know, just like, just like mm-hmm. somebody who's, I, I mean, I don't know how far we want to equate it, but like, say, uh, like a model for like Playboy or Hustler or like how much of that are you doing and you're just you're just doing an out of body thing at some point. Like, you're just like, you know, just, this is what I have to do just to like make the money thing. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you okay with? So. Yeah. And the thing is, well, that's a whole nother conversation. That's not, not particularly for this podcast. Mm. Um, But that is a massive, massive in massive issue in the adult entertainment industry, Mm. female talent pushed, Mm to do x y and z beyond their boundaries Mm -hmm. and just being told well if you don't do it you won't get paid Mm -hmm. you know and and things like that but it's like you said art imitates life there sam Mm -hmm. has no way to physically remove becky from touching him without coming across aggressive towards her and in much the same way a lot there's not many people that are jared's size specifically i keep harping on about jared but like, yeah. my husband is taller than Jensen. Mm-hmm. He just looks fucking tall, you mm-hmm. know? Because mm-hmm. he's like, he's surrounded by smaller people. Yeah. He just looks tall by association. Yeah. But like, the, no, nobody really comes up to comes up to Jared. So if like someone gives him a hug and they're like Sandra size, or even my size, for example, I'm 5'8". So Jared's got like eight inches. <laughs> On me, <laughs> fucking child. <laughs> I only know that because I googled it last night. I didn't google it. I counted up on my fingers. I was like, "I'm five eight. Oh, what's the difference?" <laughs> so, you know, if they put their hands around him for a hug and they put their hands on his ass, 
how is he supposed to get out of that situation without, you know, mm-hmm. he can step backwards, mm-hmm. but if they step with him, he's got no choice but to like throw their hands off him. Yeah. He then looks like the aggressor. They were just giving him a, a hug and he's like, you know, shoved them backwards off, like got his hands in between their arms and like thrown their arms off him or whatever. Dependent on the the video or photographic evidence of that, mm-hmm. he looks like the aggressor that's just attacked somebody. Yeah, for no reason. So I think I think that's maybe why the why the Becky thing gets to me so much because it's it's so close to real life. Yeah, no, I and get he that. asks her so nicely, mm-hmm. and she's such a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, Becky, Becky is my personal pet peeve in this entire show. <laughs> she no redemption arc. Fuck you, I hope Jack didn't bring you back, you absolute cow. So, the next... Just a, just a quick the, thing, going back to the fan stuff. I've always found it interesting yeah. what the reaction is to a man coming in for a photo op and wanting a hug okay. scenario. And if that's viewed differently by people and how Jared and Jensen <laughs> we've talked about... I know you've talked about like the uh, the picture I have with um, Jensen and Misha and Ted and I, and I just I just couldn't do it. And I was Creepy like Ted, Mish. I was like Ted, you just I said you um can you just be just just stand next to Jensen? He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. I just don't think I can deal with it right now. I was like, I'm fine. I'll just I'll just be next to Misha. And you were like very oh, much no, you that's know the other one. Yeah, but you were like very yeah. much like Jensen's very. Making sure it just looks like a bro hug. <laughs> There's like nothing yeah. else. Side, you know, side by side and all that in space and stuff. But like, I mean, I'm sure there's um there's been instances of, you know, male attracted males who want to hug with um with Jared and Jensen. And is that perceived differently by them? And do mm-hmm. they feel like they have a little bit more say so? Do you know what I mean? So again, like what's ingrained? Yeah in our societal thought process deal and stuff like that um yeah yeah i mean we we harped on i i suppose it's worth clarifying that we harped on very much about um females women oh females sound like an insult women potentially being appropriate with jared and jensen and that is not to generalize not all women but the fandom is heavily proportionally more women to men so mm-hmm. the odds of something like that happening are skewed against women there that it would be a woman mm-hmm. simply because there's more of them mm-hmm. you know not all women not all women and not all men you know not mm-hmm. all men not all mm-hmm. women you know we're just we're going with the st- <laughs> with the stats as given that the fandom is predominantly female mm-hmm. so yeah all I can think of it when you say photo shoot with you and Ted is is the the quad off with creepy Mish. Oh yeah, with his hand on Ted's <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> Tired Alex and creepy Mish. <laughs> oh god, so that creepy Mish takes on a whole different fucking thing now, mm. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving, moving on. on. <laughs> Season, <laughs> moving on <laughs> swiftly. Season five. Me and Sandra actually went back and forth on this one. 5.11, Sam interrupted. And in our beautiful table, I just put, Wendy? Question mark? Mm-hmm. And Sandra came in with this really, really thoughtful response. <laughs> um, the teen is not well, so I would say no. I feel like you've got to know you've got the power. Maybe Wendy's de- 
default safe mechanism or a way to feel important slash seen. No idea what's going on in the young woman's head. Completely agree. They're in a mental hospital. The assumption is that the young lady is mentally unwell. Mm-hmm. Mentally unwell people do, not do as in all of them, but they can have lowered inhibitions. They can be um, more overtly sexual, more sexually aggressive. That is known, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's just a kiss in the grand scheme of things. It's worth noting, though, that Sam doesn't kiss back, but Dean does. Yeah. That's worth noting as yeah. well. Dean's creepy. <laughs> Dean can be creepy. Dean doesn't understand boundaries. Yes. Yeah. There are times he doesn't understand. I think I think Dean Dean imply takes the implied nonverbal consent there, whereas Sam is like, I'm in a mental hospital. Fuck. Mm -hmm. You know? Because you notice how Dean doesn't have to tell Sam that he can't hit that. Sam has to tell Dean. Sam is Dean's Jiminy Cricket at times. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You cannot do this. So the thing for me is the Wendy thing, it's not black and white. It's not cut and dried. But in the context of the show and all the different examples that we have, gender swap that. Sam and Dean are females. It's a random guy in a mental hospital coming up and doing that. Suddenly it seems a lot more sinister, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. It does. But I, again, like I'm still taking it in the context of and again, I know I probably shouldn't, but I'm harping on the fact that it's a kiss. And so if if it had gone a different way, then yes, absolutely. I think then it gets it gets much shadier. Um, but I still feel like there would be that initial part of, you know, the the teen's not well um doing that kind of thing. But do do you think society would give that grace to a male? No, probably not. I think that's what I wrote in there. Yeah, it still would not yeah. be the, it, you know, I, I, I think society's interpretation would be different. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong and I completely agree with you. Yeah. The Wendy, it, it is mm-hmm. a very great area because she is unwell. We mm-hmm. know this. I just think like so many things in Supernatural, if the genders were reversed, yeah. there would have been outcry. Yeah. That's really important in an upcoming episode. And then we've got kind of like the Sam Lucifer moments that you see when they're together in season five. It, very similar to the Siren episode. There's not one thing that you can go that, but there's a real undercurrent of ick. You know, I'm I'm not explaining myself well, but you know what I mean. It's like a sexual undertone. It's almost like that's everybody's go-to for, like, power play stuff. Like, you know, like, treating somebody in a sexual way. It's funny. I remember remember seeing a con video, and I couldn't tell you what con it was or anything like that. But Jared was saying, I think somebody had maybe asked why they got knocked out so often or why why they didn't, like, bungee cord their weapons like Mm -hmm. the the guy in in the the convention episode asked and things like that. And Jared said, he's like, with big guys, they have to make us, like, they have to, you know, nullify some of that power to give mm. the bad guy a fighting chance. You know, mm-hmm. if they don't knock us out or if they don't take our weapons or if they don't, you know, wall us up or whatever, it's not believable that the bad guy would potentially be able to win. Mm. And I think, I think that's what it is. There's not, by nature of casting two people like Jared and Jensen, mm-hmm. you're really going to struggle to find other actors that look like 
they could hold up against mm. mm-hmm. you know like it would eat, like it would be a fair fight mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah it's, it's probably because again what can you do what can they do if a little uh, like meg all of meg's actresses with little skinny little wafy things if she decides she's gonna come up to dean and do this or she's gonna do that we can argue about John's parenting all we want, but Dean is respectful of women. Mm-hmm. He's not just going to shove her away. What can he do? Yeah. And I think you'd probably have Jared and Jensen having an issue with that as well, mm-hmm. because you would have to be aggressive towards the actress, you know? Because there's another comes- scene with Meg. I think she's, I think the boys are tied up. I don't remember which episode. Is it that one? Yeah, you've got it in there too. Yeah, she sits on Dean's lap, mm-hmm. and he's he's tied yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot a lot of the Meg things, a lot of the Meg scenes have them restrained in other ways, and she's taking advantage of them being restrained. Isn't it weird how the one Meg was like all about Sam, and then this version of Meg is like all about like nullifying Dean in every yeah. way, shape, or form? It's interesting. Well, maybe, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, it is. It does seem to be the default, but also even even with with Lucifer, even with mm. the the implications are not. I don't know whether this is just an angel possession thing, but the implications do seem to be more sexual with with Lucifer's. Like, I'm trying to think how to word it. Intent towards Sam, mm. you know, Lucifer views their relationship. Michael. Yeah. No, Michael seems to view Dean as a means to an end. Yeah. This is my true vessel. This is the one I will be most powerful in. Da 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 da. Lucifer seems to. It seems to be really important to Lucifer that Sam submits to him. You know, yeah. and it's, it's just just a skeevy undercurrent. Just gives me the ick. Yeah. A little bit. And then we're gonna we're gonna touch on that. Don't worry, guys. We're nearly at the end of the table. <laughs> Keep looking at the clock going, oh, bollocks, I'm going to get yelled at after this. <laughs> <laughs> so then we move forward to season six, Live Free, Twy Hard, uh, six, five. The whole vampire thing is ick. It's very you know, icky th- because it's a guy, too. If the roles were reversed and it was a girl that had turned Dean, I think it would have been different. I think there would have been a different vibe to it. It still would have been icky. I think it's different because it's yeah. a guy. Oh, yeah, because um, gay people are queer, but mm-hmm. let's not. Well, yeah. I'm just going to cut that train of thought off right now because yep. otherwise we'll be here for another four hours. Yep. And then Sandra will be going, this is unusable. No, but that's my fault you? because I, I, I pointed that out. <laughs> if you yeah, want to no, go at it, no, no. you can. <laughs> no, no, we'll stop, we'll stop. But the whole, like, they have, like, females that they've turned, like, chained up. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's just icky. No, 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 no. Don't like yeah. it. Clap your hands if you believe. Six nine. The whole abduction storyline. Mm-hmm. The whole of abdu- And I understand. I understand, and I appreciate that being abducted and probed is like, it's just like a societally accepted, like yeah, aliens, sure, whatever. You know, it's it's sort of. I can't think of the word, but it it's, it's not culturally accepted, but it's culturally known. You know, mm-hmm. it's myth that's culturally known. And yeah. oh, encounters of the fourth kind, but stuff. But it's the fact that it's it's joked about so often. Mm-hmm. And like Dean is very clearly 
traumatized yeah. by what's happened to him. Because he's like, I'm going to go take we, a shower. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We know that they didn't do anything to Dean. He makes that very clear. He like resisted, he fought, whatever. They didn't do anything to Dean. But Sam's like, oh, <laughs> I think the fourth kind's a butt, count, a butt thing, you know. And yeah, solar Sam. All right. I, but and still. I'm sorry. I still Dean. think that Dean wouldn't necessarily say everything that happened. So you really don't know. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. So I feel like. Yeah. Skeev, yeah, just all, all, all around Skeev. And again, if you gender swapped it, mm-hmm. it would be sinister. Mm-hmm. But because it's a guy, that's funny, isn't it? No, yeah. almost being raped is not funny to anybody. Yeah. So yeah, caged he six ten. Meg ties up, um, or Meg has Sam and Dean captured and tied up, and then she comes and she like sits on Dean's lap. And she's very flirty and suggestive and telling him to don't, you know, telling him that he's making her like meat suit aroused and to don't mm-hmm. act like he doesn't like it when he says that he wants to be untied and things like that. And it's just, uh, yeah, yeah, just ick, 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 ick. Okay. Oh boy. The big one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra's in the dock as well. Like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> the big one. If this episode had been gender swapped, this whole show would have been cancelled. Yeah. I guarantee it. It would have been cancelled. I'm sure you all know. Seven, eight, time for a wedding. What the fuck was that? What was that fucking episode? I don't care if they slipped a line in about not consummating the marriage. She roofied him and tied him to her bed. Yeah. And also, there is a very clear line when he wakes up and he's like, Becky, where are my pants? Mm-hmm. Whichever way you want to spin that, she roofied him which is ick. Mm-hmm. She had to have touched him to get him into bed, mm-hmm. to tie him up, to take his fucking jeans off. Maybe she was completely pure and, and chaste and maybe she copped a feel. We don't know. Mm-hmm. If that episode had been reversed, if Sam and Dean were girls and a guy had kidnapped Sam and tied him up, the fucking show, or her up, the show would have been cancelled. It would not have flown with anybody. Yeah. But because Sam's a big guy, oh, it's funny, isn't it? and then this just directly carries on from becky refusing to stop touching him and this is i I, i've never hated a fictional character no wait no i've never hated a fictional character as much as i hate this one ever i'm so mad the yorks is coming out here i can feel it in my voice oh and just just like the scene in sympathy for the devil my anger for that episode, if anything, gets worse the more time goes on. Because, like, I'm re-watching now. I'm in the middle of season six. I know that when I get to seven, oh, fucking there it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it's mm-hmm. going to be. I feel like, like she wasn't as bad in season don't five. Don't you real... come in this podcast and mm, Becky no, no, no. I'm talking about that one episode, The Real Ghostbusters. I'm trying to remember, aside from, like, I can't remember her, like, did she touch she, Sam I in that one? Him, but she doesn't touch him. Okay. She like, she's she's suggestive, but it's culturally acceptable, societally acceptable. Yeah, and there was a total you know, like, she's, yeah, yeah, she's flirty with him, mm-hmm. but it's nothing that. And I think she it, has to be it, because she's with Chuck technically at the time. So if she wasn't with yeah. Chuck, I think it would have been all bets it are off. Been she would have been all over yeah. him again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you took that episode out of the context of Becky and Sam, 
it would look okay. You'd be like, oh, poor Becky. She likes him. But when you put it back in, you're like, oh, fucking hell. Stop that. <laughs> so fuck Becky. 100% fuck. Don't fuck Becky. Leave her in the wherever the piss, the clicky people went. There she goes. No. Mm. Absolutely not. Fuck her. Right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, Sam season seven hallucinations. Now, the lead up to this starts in season six, actually. It's the episode where Dean becomes death for the day and Sam summons Balthazar and tells Balthazar what Dean is doing and says that he doesn't want his soul back. And Balthazar goes, yeah, you don't. <laughs> Lucifer and Michael have been hate-banging it for over a year. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. So that kind of lays the groundwork for what his... It's not even implied. It's specifically stated. It's interesting, too, then, and in that Balthasar actually says Lucifer and Michael. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Michael that takes over Dean is a different Michael from, like, a different yeah. apocalypse so world. Dean's possession is by mm-hmm. apocalypse world, Michael, mm-hmm. because Michael never depossessed Adam. Yeah, I don't know I what is the word? Yeah, he doesn't because when when they remember that Jake Abel is an actor that exists and bring him back he's still towards in the Jake's, end of the yeah, show, he's still on Adam's vessel. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. and they're two distinct characters as well. Mm-hmm. There's Adam and Michael. Yeah. So yeah, it's like I said, it's it's not alluded to. It's specifically stated that Michael and Lucifer raped Sam repeatedly. Whether that is mentally as in his soul because we know physically he wasn't in the cage for a very long time Mm -hmm. but we don't know what occurred while he was down there his physical body but yeah certainly mentally raped sam repeatedly Mm -hmm. and lucifer kind of taunts him with it in the hallucinations oh my god i feel sick yeah yeah it's just because it's 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 very overt you know there's not like Dean's hell experience is like, oh, maybe, you know, you could look past it if you wanted to. It's there. But mm-hmm. if you just didn't want to engage with it, you could look past it. But this is very, very specific. That That, that is what is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And thank God that's the second to last one because I've made myself really unwell now. Mm. And then the last, the last instance that I could find, and I fully admit that, this is probably not a definitive list. There are probably much, much more. And again, is demonic possession, sexual assault, consent mm-hmm. issues, blah, 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 you know. But it's season 10, 10 6, Ask Jeeves, which is when the boys get a call for Bobby and they're like, sorry, he's dead. And they go to the house and there's someone's made a devil and there's hellhounds and stuff like that. And they're just a whole bunch of, oh, grandma, ladies that are just. Yeah, on Sam, who is left going, mm, no. So that one for the Ask Jeeves ones, I'm looking at the scene now, and I know that they're having to figure out who the shapeshifter is. So Sam goes in, sits on the couch in between the ladies, and he puts his arm, he's putting his arms over one, and he's like touching um, one's like thigh to see if uh, they'll react to the silver. Um, in that situation and it doesn't seem i'm looking at it right now like 
I'm thinking I'm thinking more specifically of the one that corners him on her own. And she says something like women are like a fine wine, they get better with age or something yeah. like that. And he's I, just like, uh, yeah. I think that, so yeah, I think that might just be her really trying hard flirting wise, but I don't think it's like actually good. It doesn't work. Like aside from the flirting, there's no, she's hoping. <laughs> and he totally like, yeah. she goes into the room and he's out. I will say, <laughs> I will say. I will say, I did put down that I couldn't remember it if touching yeah. occurred. But this is, again... It's a power it thing. Leave, it gets into power. It's too, a power these are thing. people with money and what they think they can and can't get away with. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, definitely. it leaves some... Um, he can't leave. Mm-hmm. He can't remove himself from the situation. He has no choice but to endure these comments and these looks. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, yes, he consensually touches them for a reason, right? But that does not necessarily mean that he wants their advances. Yeah. And again, I would invite you to be like, would it be the same if it was gender swapped and it was a bunch of old dudes aggressively yeah. hitting on a yeah. lady? No, it would not. I couldn't find anything. Nothing particularly sprung out to my mind after that episode. So there, there may there may have been, and if you can think of something that we missed or something that comes, you know, just, 10 to I've, 15. One thing that I, I was just thinking about was um, season 11 with Dean and Amara, that whole relationship oh, thing. Oh, yeah. And how, you know, it's literally like a god that he's like trying to figure out what the heck's going on. There's no way, shape, or form that's ever going to be on a level playing field, but there's this, they turn it into mm-hmm. this romantic sexual tension thing that you know yeah would have been totally different i should have been chuck <laughs> which yeah, people have said it. like you know sometimes like what the heck like chuck had a weird obsession with dean you know it's actually stated you know like somewhere and it's just like you know again i always wonder like what did he put the boy through like what scenarios did he put him through and sam too but in particularly mm-hmm. just he's very pervy towards Dean mm-hmm. um and power yeah. was always there also another another um situation I considered putting in but I didn't because it wasn't it wasn't as simple as it appeared I cannot remember what episode it is but it's the one where Chuck's written that Lilith is going to come and they're desperately trying to do opposite things to what's happened and Lilith does come to Sam and she's like I'll make a deal with you, but it takes more than a kiss to steal a deal with me. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. initially it looks like, you know. I think um, that's the monster at the end of this book. I think that's what that one is. Oh, yeah. Season four, I think. Yeah. And initially it looks like consent under duress. It looks like she gives him no choice. What, What else can he do but accept this deal and sleep with her? But then you find out very quickly that Sam actually, he's bluffing her. Mm-hmm. And he has no intentions of of going through with the deal. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, I don't know, I can't remember what his plan was, but it was he's bluffing her. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, he he consents to the kiss that they share mm-hmm. because it's a bluff. So mm-hmm. I didn't include it. Okay. But you know, it's there's it this just happens a lot in this show. Mm-hmm. And I I just feel like it needed to be drawn attention to, especially in the light of the then and now podcast covering red sky at morning you know and being like oh, isn't, isn't Gosh, it funny if they ever get to time for a wedding i'd love to see 
how that oh, ends yeah. up being talked about. I mean, there's yeah. so many too that are coming up probably that it would be interesting. Um, yeah. To see. I mean, what of what the reactions are? We've got the various season four episodes with Alistair and Dean, the various season four episodes with Sam and Ruby, the siren episode. What are they going to say about that? Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Angel is a douchebag. Mm -hmm. I would be very interested to see, you know, what they think about the Becky storyline, though. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, but yeah. Like 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 we said at the beginning, guys. This was always it was always on the docket because me and Sandra always had, you know, kind of feelings about the the inappropriateness of some of the scenes in the show, you know, and how the boys are very much exploited in that way and taken advantage of in that way, and it's it's brushed off because the they're big strong, big, strong guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I do I do think it's worth taking into account. This show started in 2005. That is a long fucking time ago, culturally, mm -hmm. than it should be. So much has changed since 2005 that things that were acceptable mm -hmm. are no longer acceptable. Mm -hmm. But all we can do is look back with 2023 eyes. So if they started Supernatural again, would they do this stuff? No, probably not. Mm -hmm. Because I think... People are aware that this mm -hmm. is not okay, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's it it being set in two thousand and five and onwards is an explanation, but I don't think it's an excuse. It is interesting too because, like, I'm thinking about the episode in season fifteen. It's the Proverbs episode where it's that it's where you start to see that Chuck is kind of like inserting himself in again after they've they think that you know they've taken care of. A bunch of stuff, but then Lilith comes back and Lilith is, she makes a comment where, you know, um, they were kind of leaning or hoping that, you know, Dean was going to, I guess, have sex with her thinking she was this damsel in distress situation. And she says something to Dean, like, so I guess we're, we're not doing that now. No. And I feel like that's maybe like a shift a little bit, like maybe a representation of maybe the change that Dean might've had to in a situation like that, not necessarily mm -hmm. just flirting automatically, but being more understanding of boundaries and things like that. So maybe that's a reflection of, you know, how little ways it's changed. Not that it was leaps and bounds of, of great, great change, but I, I think, yeah, it's like what, like two generations worth at least of time mm. from like maybe when it started and when it ended. So I don't yeah. want to, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to crush crush that but i think that was more an acting choice of mm. jensen's mm -hmm. than a character development of dean's mm -hmm. because it maybe wasn't so apparent in supernatural mm -hmm. um and we know that sam you know sam still gets his chest out in season 15 mm -hmm. but on the back of comments made by jensen when he was filming the boys mm -hmm. about scenes that he refused to film and the reasoning being that he was a son, a husband, a mm -hmm. father, mm -hmm. and he could not portray himself that way. It, it went against his morals, his integrity. Mm -hmm. I think probably season 15, 20, all, all, the, all six of the Ackles and Padalecki kids had been born by then, you know? Mm -hmm. JJ mm -hmm. was, shit, how old was she? Had been like seven, maybe. eight, maybe? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, 
they weren't they weren't even babies anymore yeah um and i think that that's probably probably more of an acting choice of jensen's to be like i don't want and also wasn't lilith in the body of like a girl scout that a girl oh well she was like a camper so it was like but she was like a college she was she was she graduated from college so she was early 20s early 20s yeah um but then if you think about it jensen filming season 15 is in his 40s yeah dean is supposed to be older than jensen i can totally see jensen being like "Mm, no you i will not even acting flirt with a girl in her in her early 20s i am a a married man in my 40s absolutely not Mm. i think if you look at the episode again because i like i said it's it's a it's a fresher episode i feel in my mind and the way that it's Mm. structured i feel that they're intentionally putting them in situations to see reactions so i think in that case in that case it's a dean not falling into his usual yeah routine scenario yeah so i think that's what it is but i definitely agree about the you know probably like what say jensen would have been willing to do within the scene itself but the way it's written you're, you're supposed to see that there's this immediate assumption of, of what dean would do but that's not what happened so i think that's yeah. a like oh yeah probably a combination oh, of stuff yeah. yeah 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 no i don't i don't want to be like oh there's no character growth on dean because yeah, yeah, yeah. there is i'm just yeah. like I'm not sure that character growth came from the writers. I think I'm going to come from Jensen. <laughs> Still character growth, 100%. But I don't... I think we might be giving props to the wrong place here. I think it might have been Jensen. Let's um, see who wrote that one. I'll check who wrote that episode. Because that 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 makes a big deal too. Who The writers behind certain episodes, you feel, have a better understanding of mm-hmm. just even like the arc of the show, characters and stuff. Some Some just throw it all out the window. Others are more... I think in tune to a specific character when they write. So I'll have to look. That episode was written Sorry, by anyway. Steve Yoki, who he actually has, he's written like 30 episodes and he's written some actually pretty good episodes that did a lot of character development, like um, various and sundry villains where uh, Sam and Rowena have the chat in the car about Lucifer, um, the nihilism episode oh, yeah. with Dean in Michael's head. So in that situation, I feel like that writer, you know, probably probably got the characters a little bit more too. So you know, it's nearly been 20 years since mm-hmm. Supernatural started. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's nearly been 20 years since Supernatural started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can all cry together. Come on, Twitter, we'll have a cry cuddle bubble. <laughs> and we're looking back at it now with 2020s eyes. Yeah. So as long as things are moving forward mm-hmm. and they're changing, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. But as long as we've got people still stuck in the mindset of the then and now podcast that think it's funny, we gotta keep talking about it. Mm. It's you know, it's it's that simple. If there are people out there that still think men being put in these positions, men being sexually assaulted, sexually exploited. Mm-hmm. Like, I was. I want to. I want to make it clear that I'm specifically talking about Sam and Dean here. I'm not talking about Jared and Jensen mm-hmm. being forced into scenes that they're uncomfortable with because I think both of them would have stood up for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think we can argue the actual consensual sex scenes. Jared and Jensen were fine to film. You know, I don't think they were pressured into filming them mm-hmm. or anything like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically Sam and Dean being assaulted, being exploited in that manner. If people still think it's funny, we need to still be pointing out that it's wrong. Yeah. Until people stop laughing and start going, oh shit, no. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. all right. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you if we missed anything, if there's a particular scene that you really think needs attention drawing to it, or if any of these scenes you've gone, I don't really see it that way, come and have a chat. Reach out to us in the comments, reach out to us on Twitter, send us an email, come and have a chat. Sandra, where can they send us an email? If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at idling in the letter D Impala. If you'd like to make your voice a mail, check the description for a link to send us a voice message. You can find links to our personal socials and our AO3 accounts in the description. And there's also a link to my author website with my original fiction. Woo! So don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and leave us a comment or a review depending on where you access this podcast. You know, I might do a thing on Twitter and find out where where people... Hmm. Where, where are y'all listening, guys? Do you, yeah. Are you YouTubers? Are you on Spotify? You know, what, what is happening? But wherever you are, leave us a like and a comment and a review. Cool, thanks. Um, <laughs> check out the current causes we're championing, championing, I can't speak, in the description as well. And with that, we will say thank you very much for joining us in the back seat, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.